1: Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: All right, today on the podcast, I am going to talk about the mentality of a golfer, and in particular, the mentality of a golfer that wants to get better or doesn't want to get better, which absolutely astonishes me. And I, I was thinking about this because I played golf the other day with a couple of guys, and I had helped one of them with his golf swing. It was just like, actually, I'll tell you the whole story. So we were selling our house and we got an offer on the house and the broker said, this is what, you know, price we're going to offer and, you know, these are the closing terms and so on and so forth. And there's one more thing. If my client buys a house, you have to play a round of golf with us. And I'm thinking, all right. Well, I mean, I kind of like to sell the house. I mean, we had it, you know, for sale, and we were had a house we were going to move to. So I said, all right, you know, I'll 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 play around the golf with you guys. Now I got to admit, I was hoping that they were going to forget that I ever said that. Anyway, we closed on the house, and you know, they took me up on it. But but prior to to this, when they came to look at the house, I had you know an opportunity to show them around. And in my backyard, I had a a hitting net where I hit golf balls. And my whole short game area, Celebrity Greens did it for me. I mean, the backyard was absolutely beautiful. And the guys were looking around, and I said, you know, let let me watch you hit a couple. And, of course, you know, I'm thinking, okay, these guys are golfers. They knew who I was. I'm sure they're dying for me to look at their swing. So, you know, I mean, hey, I'll look at your swing and you know i mean i'm i'm happy to do it i gave the the person who was buying the house a, a, a little lesson you know i spent like 15 20 minutes helping him okay and showed him just what he needed to do he was a slicer weak hitter swing across the golf ball club face open got him hitting more from inside square in the face anyway and then I said, "Let me know how you do." And I, this is even before he decided he was going to buy the house. And he, you know, he said, "Okay, I'm going to hit balls, you know, tomorrow," and you know, I'll let you know. And then, you know, I hear back from him. and I keep in touch with him. I'm like, you know, how are you hitting the ball? I'm hitting it better, hitting it a lot farther, hitting it 15 yards farther with each iron, and. You know, I think okay, he's just sounds like he's doing pretty good. All right, so so then then he ends up buying the house, and then they take me up on this uh, you know offer that I had. Okay, I'll play golf with him. So I line it up, and we go out and play at the uh, country club I belong at in, in Phoenix, Arizona. Country club. I take them all out there, and we get on the first hole, and it, this guy hits this beautiful draw right down the middle, and I'm like, whoa. I mean that was that was nice. Now now before before that he'd warn me. He says you're you're probably not going to like what you what you see. Uh, and then I thought well okay no well, whatever. I mean you know not not everybody sticks with it. That's just part of the deal. But and even if it's not you know exactly right. I mean I'm uh, you know I'm committed to the surrounding golf. I'm going to help you do better. And you know I mean that's what I do. I I help people get better. So he hits this drive down the first hole and it's a beautiful draw. And I thought, wow, I mean, that was different. I mean, for a guy that was swinging across and slicing, he hit from the inside, draw down the middle. You know, I don't know what he hit it, like 240, 250. I mean, I, whatever he hit, it was a lot farther than he was hitting it before. Anyway, we get up on the, the you know, next, uh, you know, shot. And he kind of hits a little kind of cut something down there and then hits a iron in there and a little cut. I'm kind of watching this for a couple holes. And we get over to the par three. And it's like, you know, 140 yards or something. And he's got out like a six iron. I know that if he makes a swing that I showed him to make, he would, he would he could hit an eight iron. There's a big difference in the accuracy that a golfer's going to have with an 8-iron and a 6-iron. I don't think people really understand that. I don't, I, don't, I don't know if people understand why distance is so important with irons, too. The reason is is because wedges go straighter than 9-irons. Nine 9-irons nine go straighter than 8-irons. Eight 8-irons eight go a lot straighter than 6-irons. You know, 6-irons go straighter than 4-irons and hybrids and 3-woods. The farther you hit the golf ball, the more lofted club you can use. And when you use a more lofted club, your ball is going to go straighter. And that's why, you know, the pros are able to make so many birdies because they hit a long way and they've got short irons into a lot of holes. And those are the shots that you're going to really get close to the hole. And for an amateur golfer, those are the shots that you're going to have a better chance of getting the ball on the green. I mean, if you're hitting five irons and you know four hybrids and three hybrids and five woods and three woods into par 4s and par 3s i mean you're you're going to you're going to hit you know three or four greens around that's just what you're going to hit you're not going to hit many greens if you're hitting three or four greens around you're not going to play very good so you want to hit the golf ball ball longer A big difference between a, a, a 6 iron and 8 iron so he sit in a 6 iron it's like well what are you what are you doing are you, are you, I said, you just got a little, it's just a little eight iron in there. And he goes, oh, I, I can't hit it that far. So well, you can, if you make good swings, I, said, I can't make that swing with my irons. And I'm like, well, first off, what does can't mean? Like people say like, can't, what, 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 exactly does that mean? I mean, I mean, you're, you're, you're not going to try, uh, you know, you, you haven't practiced enough. Uh, I mean, what do you mean? You, what do you mean? You can't. What? What? I don't understand even what that that means when people say that. But he says I can't I can't hit, can't do it with my irons. Well, let's try now. I'm not I'm not doing it with my irons. He said, I, it, you know, I I can't play like that with my irons, and I, you know, it's costing me too much money. I'm like, it's costing you too much money. <laughs> well, he's play he's playing little matches with his buddies, and he's worried about whether or not he's going to win like a Nassau bet. I mean, you just you just bought a, a you know a multi million dollar house. What, what are you worried about? Oh my gosh, can't can't. I'm I'm listening to this. I'm like, and he's not going to try. He's like a twelve handicap. First off, let me explain something to you. A twelve handicap stinks. I mean, it's better than a 13, it's better than a 15, it's better than eight, but it's not very good. I mean, I'm looking at somebody's potential. How good could you be? And I don't care what it is. The same thing. I I like, you know, I, I play pickleball. I've talked about that. I play pickleball and you know, people say, Oh, Hank, you're a good pickleball player. I mean, I'm not a good pickleball player compared to who I'm a good pickleball player. I mean, I, I won the nationals in my age group. First off, it's an age group. Second off, it was like the 3-5. You know, it starts at like three three five, And you got to, you know, I, yeah, you got to be decent to win. But when I won, I'm like thinking to myself, what did I just win? That's like winning the, the second flight or the third flight club championship. I mean, it's not, you, you didn't win anything. I'm not, Like people say, you're good good pickleball. I'm not good at pickleball. I'm not good at pickleball compared to anybody that's any good. At 12 handicaps, you know, that's better than 18. It's a lot better than a 20 or a 30. I mean, you occasionally break 80, I guess. I mean, it's, it's good golf, but but relatively speaking, is it really? And if you're capable of hitting a drive 250 yards and you're at 12 handicap, you're not, you're not anywhere near your potential especially if you're a senior golfer, because you're playing the white tees. We were playing the white tees. You had a 250-yard drive playing the white tees. You, should, you could be a, a scratch player because distance isn't going to be an issue from the white tees if you're hitting it that far. And I'm like, why would somebody be, like, very comfortable being a, a 12 handicap? I mean, the the, the real fun in golf and I think in anything, is the challenge to try to get better, to try to improve, to try to see how good you can be. And like I explained to these guys when I was playing with them, you know, as you get older, you're going to get slower. You're going to get stiffer. You're going to get, you know, I mean, it's just going to happen. You're going to get weaker. You're not going to hit the balls far. And and you want to curb that as long as you can, and the way you do that is you hit to your maximum potential, being happy, being like a a, a, a twelve handicap, you know, um, because you're better than a thirteen handicap. I mean, and by the way, what do you think a twelve handicap shoots? What is a twelve I can't. Twelve handicap supposed to shoot like eighty four. He'll occasionally break 80, rarely, okay? A 10 handicap, maybe he's going to shoot 82. He's going to occasionally break 80, rarely. What do you think a 10 handicap is going to shoot when he plays with me? Like I, like, I hear this every time I play with somebody. Like, oh, man, I am I usually play much better than this. <laughs> oh, man. And I mean, you know what I'm thinking? About? I have a way of doing that to people. I guess they get nervous. I mean, they're sitting there looking, and they know I'm looking at them. They know I'm watching their swing. I told I told the guys, "By, I said, see, he's he's a, he's a, he's a what, what is his handicap? He said I think he's like a ten or twelve. I said he won't break ninety to play with me. No way, no way. Sure, no, he didn't come close to breaking ninety. Ten handicap playing in a tournament can't break ninety. No way." No way. Handicaps best 10 of your last 20 scores. You get 10 handicap, you're not breaking 90. Not playing with me you're not. Why would you not want to get better? I don't know. This, the, the whole mentality of that, it just escapes me. I, 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 I can't even comprehend it in my wildest dreams. That's the fun of golf. Trying to get better, improving. Man alive! All right, here's two ways you can improve. One, you can improve your your body, your aches and pains. If you're older and you've got arthritis or joint pain or muscle soreness, get my Voodoo Pain Relief Cream. You can try it for free. Just go to VoodooPainRelief.com. It's the best product on the market. People get it, they reorder it, they love it. It works, and you can try it for free. The second thing you can do is if you want to improve your golf game and you don't want to be stuck where your handicap is, I don't care where it is, wherever it is, you can do better, I promise you. Get my free video tips that come to you at HaneyUniversity.com. You can sign up right there, HaneyUniversity.com, and you can also find out information how uh, you could get a golf lesson with me at my new studio in Paradise Valley, Arizona. So you can do that at HaneyUniversity.com. All right, we'll be right back. I'll continue this this discussion. I'm astonished at this kind of uh, thought process. So this this is a little motivational, you know, like you know, talk today. Like, I don't care what your handicap is. I don't care what your level of golf is. There is no one that can't get better. Now that people will say this many times, and I don't believe it's true. They'll say, you know, you got to get better before you get, or you got to get worse before you get better. I, I don't think that's true. I, I I don't see that at all. I mean, I see people that get better right away. Now, sometimes it happens like that, and here's why. Because everybody who swings a golf, you know, has things that are wrong with their swing. No one has a perfect swing. If you have an even number of mistakes, say zero, two, four, six, eight mistakes, whatever, it would, an even number, one mistake makes up for another. I'll, I'll give you a, an example here. Let's say you have an upright swing. If you have an upright swing. You are going to tend to swing the club down into the ground too much. You're going to hit too much ground. When you have an upright swing, you're also going to tend to hit off the toe because the club doesn't swing enough behind you. In order for it to swing out in front of you, it has to swing behind you, and you're going to tend to hit off the toe. Uh, the ball's out in front of you. you got to swing on an arc to hit to the center of the face. You're also going to have a tendency to to leave the face open at impact and slice to the right because upright swings tend to block the club face open. So let's say you you have a a real strong grip. That's another mistake that could make up for your, your open club face. Let's say you have a tendency to raise up with your body. That will keep you from hitting into the ground too much. It's another mistake. It can make up for too upright of a swing. Let's say you stand too close to the ball, closer than you actually should. That could make up for hitting off the toe. Okay, now when I think about that, you've really got six mistakes there. See? You've got six mistakes. You've got an even number, and it it can work out okay. Okay. Of course people's next question is always how can I be more consistent? Well, you can't be mis- you cannot be consistent piling mistakes on top of mistakes and that's how most people play golf. Now maybe if you're a touring pro and you got mistakes in your swing and you pile mistakes on top of mistakes and they're smaller mistakes and you practice every day and you play every day and you've hit thousands and thousands of golf balls maybe you can get away with it. But those are the exact pros that I'll look at and I'll say, you know what? When he gets in the last round of a golf turn with a chance to win, this thing is likely to come apart. And that's generally what happens. See, The better your fundamentals, the more you're going to tend to be good under pressure. I mean, it's just just the the way it kind of works. But let's say you change just one thing. Let's say you, you know... I gave you that scenario, but let's say let's or let's say you change five things. You got five things better. You know your, your uh, swing plane is better. You're not swinging straight up and down. Your grip is better. Okay, your, your posture is better. You're not raising up. Okay, you got all those things good, but you're still. But but your one thing is you're still you're still standing too close to the ball like you used to because you had to make up for the upright swing. Well, now all of a sudden you're hitting the ball off the hosel. You're swinging out too far. You're hitting on the, the heel of the club. People would look at your swing and say, "Boy, your you're, your swing looks so much better," but you're worse because now you, you can't even hit the ball in the club face. All right, that's that's one of those, I guess, you know, situations where you could get worse before you get better. But you're certainly on your road to getting a lot better if you if you did something like that. I think improving in life is one of the the, the most fun things you can possibly do. I don't care. I don't care what it is. I mean, I love, I love trying to hit the golf ball better. I was, I was hitting in my simulator the other day and video my swing and it was all charged up. Cause I thought, you know what? That's the best my swing ever looked. I mean, I, when I play pickleball, I, I love the challenge of trying to improve. I'm not interested in, in, in trying to, to stay the same. I want to be good. I want to. I want to, I don't want to win the third flight or the second flight or the three five or whatever. I want. I want to get where I could could really play. I don't want to compare myself to people that can't play. I want to compare myself to somebody that really can play. And one thing that's great about golf, and you kind of this is the same thing kind of with pickleball too. You can you can hit a lot of shots that are comparable to what pros hit. Even if you're you're not anywhere near that level. And then the thing that's lacking is the consistency. You just gotta be able to do it do it more often. But when you're fundamentally better, you you do it more often. But you have to to have some kind of patience for the process. Getting better is a process. And I don't understand. When people like say, "Oh, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm happy where I am," it's just a, it's just a hard mentality for me to understand. I always go, you know, thought about it like this: You're either getting better, or you're getting worse. There's no such thing as staying the same. That's the same philosophy that Tiger Woods had his whole career. People would say, well, "Why does he always change his swing? If he didn't change his swing, he would have been this or that. He'd have He'd have beaten Jack Nicholson's record, or if he didn't change his swing." If he didn't change his swing, he wouldn't have been Tiger Woods. He wouldn't have had that same mentality. Because his mentality was, I always want to get better. I always want to improve. When people say, well, oh, if he didn't change his swing, he would have done this or that. You can't do it like that. It doesn't, that's, not, that's not the way it works. Because if he didn't change his swing, you're changing him as a person. And the thing, one of the things that made him tick was he, he always tried to get better. If you're one of these golfers that's just happy with where you are, uh, you're missing out on the most, most fun thing. Try to get better. If you've taken lessons and you haven't gotten better, like I said the other day on one of the podcasts, I said, well, you haven't taken a lesson from me. Study. Think about what you're doing. Analyze your game. Figure out what you could do better. Make it your goal to be better and have some patience with the process. Don't get like halfway into it, three quarters of the way into it and then bail on it because you hit a couple bad shots. What difference does it make? It like, it, it was, it was, I, I've, I've lost my game. I said, well, you've lost your game. Like I said, you've lost your game. I said, what's your handicap? They go, I'm at 18. I said, you never had any game. How can you? Th- how can you think you have a game when you're an 18 handicap? You don't have any game. Oh my gosh, people are amazing. Absolutely. Try to get better. I'll tell you who's got game. The best players in the world have game. 18 handicap doesn't have any game. No. No. Try to get better. Improve. All right, that's my motivation for today. Right there. I hope you take it to heart. I hope you make. Uh, In a goal that you're going to get better at golf and uh, go to HaneyUniversity.com, sign up, get my free instructional videos that go out three times a week. That's one good way to start with getting better at the game. Uh, Hit the follow button on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts and I hope you have a great day. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll talk to you soon on the Hank Haney Podcast.
0: Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a
1: gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia.
2: He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael.
1: To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey,
3: I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear,